0: Brian Marketing Group podcast. Today I'm speaking with Amanda, the owner of Accounting by Amanda and a
1: networking group, Small Business Babes. Hi, Amanda. Hi, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. I am on a mission to empower entrepreneurship and those two businesses are the way that I try to do it locally. Um, I just love what business ownership can do for women. So I'm really excited to share that with you today um, and answer any accounting questions that you commonly see um, and just talk a little bit about my business journey. Great, I'm excited. So did you grow
0: up in Florida?
1: Yes, I am born and raised in Jupiter, Um, technically Palm Beach Gardens, if you're familiar. I lived right on the line growing up and then went to high school in Jupiter High. Growing up, my mom worked from home. She did medical billing, and she was able to be with me growing up, which was incredible. Um, When I was a little bit older, my parents split up, and my dad actually... Went and worked for a small business, and because of him working for a small business, he was able to be at every single sports game. He was able to drop me off for work, pick me up, or drop me off at school, pick me up, everything that I needed because of being at a small business. If he worked a normal corporate job, he might not have been able to do that. Um, and then as I got older, I even saw what small businesses can do for people that are like in my position, or that want to be moms, or ever have to take care of family, older or younger. It It literally can change lives for anyone.
0: Yeah, so you really help uh, change people's lives and help them have more
1: family time. Yeah, it's super important. And it's super important to be able to enjoy your life and to be able to live out your purpose in life and that's like a big part of business ownership is getting to hone in on a skill set your superpower and bring that to the world and help other people in a really meaningful way so even for people that are in business like work in corporate a lot of times they open side hustles just to have that creative outlet and it's just such an empowering feeling for people That's great. So,
0: do you have any advice? Say, I come to you and Amanda, um, I'd really like a side hustle. How do you give the advice of someone finding their potential to have a
1: side hustle? Oh my gosh. Well, first, it starts with what makes you happy, which sounds like a high-level question. Um, What makes you happy? And then, any time if you have low overhead, is a good one. So, for people that really enjoy being on a computer and don't want to talk to people, getting into something like bookkeeping might be really good for a side hustle because It's something you can learn online. QuickBooks and other programs have trainings for it that you can learn for free. And there's almost no overhead for that. And you can work with trusted professionals. Um, Also, if you're like creative or something, there's almost no overhead for that. You can make uh, designs and logos. So leaning into your strengths and what you actually enjoy and learning how to monetize that. And what's really incredible about side hustles is they wind up actually really commonly being very successful because there's no pressure on it the way it could be if you were to open up just your sole business because it becomes this creative, fun outlet. Clients actually see that and they enjoy it and they enjoy being in your circle. So I think it's such a great idea to start with the side hustle, but make sure it's something that you actually enjoy doing. Um, don't start something just to hate it again, right? Why would you leave corporate just to just to make yourself a corporate job again? Like make it something special, make it something different and making something that you can enjoy. and as you grow, you can take the things you're not good at or you don't like, and you can start outsourcing those things and you can empower other people too. So it's all about creating a better world and a better life for more and more people is what business ownership does.
0: Okay. So how did you get into accounting? Oh my gosh.
1: Oh, uh, well, a product of the recession, the OG or my recession, my era's recession, I am 27. So and I, when the recession was happening, I was Like middle school age, it is pretty much what caused my parents' divorce. Um, You know, financial hardship. We lost our home during that time. We had a lot of um, financial stress during that time. So it was very eye-opening. So when I went to school, to college, I thought, well, what can I do? that If the whole world <laughs> shuts down, what will they still need me to do? And what's my skill set again? Right, um, engineering was too hard for me. <laughs> I was not like the physics side of things. Calculus is very hard, and I was like, okay, I like how things work and balance. Um, my dad is a rigger, bo- rigs boats, which is kind of like mechanic work. So I really understand like balancing things and like the mechanics of things. I really enjoy operations and, and systems, and actually, that's a lot of what accounting is—is is balancing knowing where things are and analysis. Um, something I've really tapped into more as an adult and, and as growing my business is I love explaining things in common terms about complicated concepts. So that's been a really fun with accounting is getting to take these more abstract concepts and bring them to everyday people that own small businesses and don't need the big tax jargon. They just want it in simple terms so they can do something about it and build wealth right here at home.
0: Yeah, I really like how you do that. So when I was looking at your Instagram, um, I saw you had stated accounting, think of accounting like a car.
1: Can you explain that? Oh my gosh, I can't remember the exact analogy that I used. (laughs) Um, But basically, I think this was the eyes on the road one, right? (laughs) Um, If you don't know how to read your gauges on your car, you don't know what's going on in your business, there is no fuel in the tank, either one of those things, right? Where are you going to (laughs) go? Where are you going to go? So if you can't read the gauges, that's like not being able to read a profit and loss statement in your business. Um, And if you don't have fuel in the tank, that's like not having cash in the business. And if you're not maintaining your car, your oil changes, you're going to run out of oil and it's gonna blow up basically is what's your engine what's going to happen to your engine right yeah um so you need to make sure you're getting that routine maintenance on your business just like you would your car because your your business is the vehicle that's going to get you to where you want to go you're not going to get to drive from here to new york city by not having a map not having anything in the tank and most certainly not having an oil change in twelve thousand miles (laughs) right you're probably not going to make it so kind of like thinking of it in that way is it's not such a burden but like more of an ongoing maintenance for your business so you can have a healthy and long-lasting business and as you grow think of it as like upgrading your car you know your fancier cars might require a little bit more maintenance but it was a little bit more expensive to begin with so when you get into your business grows it might cost a little bit more to maintain but that's to have a better experience for you and everyone else in your business too. Does that answer your question?
0: Yeah. <laughs> and I love um, I love how you do that. A lot of people think of accounting and it's so complicated and I mean it is, but mm-hmm. it's so nice that you take the approach where you try to take something complicated and explain it to where everyone can understand it. So it makes it less scary, kind of. <laughs> that's
1: what it like that's what gets me so excited about business ownership is um that's something growing up I like saw as a downside in my personality. Um just that I always feel like I had to explain things or like get things complete, like have to understand every single part of a concept. And like when I, when people teach me things, I like repeat it back or I explain it in a different way just to make sure I understand it. And I was like, wow, like that's annoying. Right. <laughs> but it actually is something I've been able to like tap into and hone in on for my specific business. And there's so many of those things and so many people that you think maybe think are a weakness, but it's actually your superpower. Um, you were talking about small business babes in the intro. I remember when I was a child, <laughs> and my birthday's in August and April, sitting at the computer and like trying to plan my birthday party. Like I loved planning events. <laughs> and I was like, Well, what am I gonna do? What does that have to do with anything? And having small business babes, we have our monthly socials and like it's kind of my outlet to do that too. So there's always a different way to to enjoy yourself. And that's where I've really had my fun is the small business babes. It's been a blast. But accounting is pretty cool too. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you have your yeah. your fun and then, you know, your serious business. Yes. And you guys always look like you're having so much fun and your socials. You just had one recently, right?
1: Yes, we did. We had one in February. It was our sweetheart social. We learned the salsa at Fred Astaire. It was a couple social. Usually our socials are women's only, but we opened this one up to couples so you can learn how to salsa with your partner as an early Valentine's Day. Um, our next one's in March, and we're partnering with the Hilton, which is incredible. We are so excited to start bringing on external partners to support small business babes in our mission and elevate local businesswomen and all the work that they're doing. So they'll be providing a beautiful space for us to host all the women next month. And I'm so excited. It's just a lot of networking events, and it's, it's really gotten better in the last couple of years. So small business babes officially started in June, but the desire came at the end of 2021 to start it you know, the middle of the world being shut down. It was actually all on, online originally. Um, but networking groups, when I tried to network in college or like, even, you know, was really it was a college COVID. And then I lived here and like opened my business in the middle of COVID. Um, and then I had the work jobs in between. But when I was trying to network before, it was like, you go in, you have to wear a suit, you don't know who to talk to. Some of these networking events, if someone else does what you do, you can't be there so I just wanted to take all the judgment, all the rules, the coldness, the stickiness of it and make it fun because, you know, women are a little more emotional too, especially on the, the woman's side. We need that support and that knowing of community that we're not in it alone together. Um, because I just kept meeting women that were like, Oh, I wish I had more business BFFs. I don't know anyone to talk to about this. And you know, it's, even with a group of almost 600 women, like it still feels like there's not enough. Like it's, it's such a, it's such a challenge to go through. It's such a journey to go through as a business owner being by yourself. It's kind of new. Most people are in corporate and to have the responsibilities of, of life too, to be able to go to a space where you can talk about business, but it can be in a fun way. And you can make friends that are going through the same things as you, that have the same schedule and routine as you too, and understand the kind of stresses that you're going through compared to your typical nine-to-fiver. I love that.
0: And you've really um, done so much. You do so much for the community. So
1: I think that's just so
0: wonderful. I
1: I love Jupiter. I was born and raised here. I always felt called back. I went to college up in Orlando, um, and I just made my way down here I like lived in Fort Lauderdale for a little bit as an auditor and then I finally moved back up here a couple years ago and i I always knew this is where I belong so I my mission really in 2023 is to get more involved in the community especially as everything's getting opened up again there's so much power in that in, in community and coming together
0: yeah and you there's power in it and you're empowering people so it's really just so it's so great
1: Thank you. You know, as the quiet girl in the back of the room growing up, that's pretty crazy to get to do that. But it also makes me wonder if that makes me more qualified because I want those people that are in the back of the room that don't feel like speaking up. I want to give them a a safe space to speak up or just to even be and and to not have the pressure of speaking. You can just be there and and connect with other women and enjoy the experience. Um, that's, That's my goal is to make everyone feel welcome. Yeah, because they're, if they're there, they might
0: hear something or learn something, even if they don't want to speak up right away. Or yeah.
1: yeah, so like in January, we did our social on financial wellness. So starting in this year, we've done every month, we've had a speaker. So either a speaker sharing her story of business ownership, a fellow business babe, or bringing on guest experts to talk about their expertise. So in January, we had a panel of financial experts come in, actually, that I interviewed, which was super fun. We had um, my mentor, the modern savvy CPA, come in. We had a certified financial planner come in, as well as a holistic financial advisor. And they all talked about different approaches to taking care of your finances as a business owner coming into the new year. and that was really awesome. It, it was awesome. We talked about a lot of retirement too, which I was kind of surprised. I thought it was going to be more tax focused, but the conversation wound up being about retirement and how important that is. And a lot of the women walked away from that saying they learned things that they have never learned before just by being in that room. So it's getting to create experiences like that, um, that are so special. Like I just saw someone on Instagram, that's a sleep doctor. And I was like, Oh my gosh, like, We need to get her on stage. Like, tell us how to sleep, please. Oh, my gosh. So I really just have this vision of bringing women together and and creating a place where they can teach each other and we can learn from each other and learn from each other's skills and experiences.
0: Yeah, that's amazing, and you know yeah. the, the ladies in January are probably going to carry
1: that those lessons with them for the rest of their lives to their children, to their children, to their friends, to their friends' children, and their friends' parents. Even yeah. you know, like who knows? It's it's so powerful just to be, and also to be able to learn from other women too. To have women on stage that are speaking to you, um, you know, women have come to me saying that sometimes they don't love. No offense men, but being mansplained. And it's, it's just cause women communicate a little bit differently than men. Women can kind of like drag things out a little, we like a little more detail, right? Yeah. Um, so I think that was really powerful too, having the women up on stage to connect with them. Um, uh, bef- and they were there before and after too. So they're able to answer their questions one-on-one. That's, that's <laughs> really great. It
0: is. So, so speaking of questions, yeah. so I'm sure we have some women viewers. What is the the most common question that um, you think that you're asked or some helpful advice you think that you could give? For accounting or for business? Oh, um, let's do for
1: business. My advice for business is to serve your clients. To to whatever you do in your business, make the focus on serving your clients, and your business will grow. Whether that be in the customer experience, whether that be in getting your name out there. Um, what then by customer experience, a lot of that comes into outsourcing. Um, like I was talking to you before, I'm um, interviewing to bring someone onto my team because if I'm not, if I'm doing the work with my clients, I can't talk to them. Right? There's only so many hours in the week. So creating a really Beautiful client experience for your clients and how they work with you, and and just continuing to serve them in the customer service world. Um, what comes with that is also community is very valuable right now. So serving your clients in those ways is what I'm seeing the most in the market right now, and what mar- what customers care about. They care about feeling welcome, um, and then on the accounting side. Two pieces. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to say two pieces. <laughs> Number one, bookkeeping. Super important, especially tax season time, right? If, if you have your bookkeeping set up, you can just pull from your books and you don't have to do like anything else for taxes. It's so nice. Whereas if you're doing it all manually, you know, have to sit down four, six, eight hours, right? And like go through your personal bank statements if you if they're still mixed in and, and tear all that out. So how many hours are you spending that you could be making money right now, right? Mm-hmm. Um, So think of it that way with Same with outsourcing too. Bookkeeping is really important all around. If you want to sell your business, if you want to get a loan for your business, financing anything, they're going to want to know that you're taking care of your business. This is kind of like that oil change, Mm. right? We want to make sure we're looking at our numbers, pop the hood, make sure everything looks good, nothing's open. True story. One time I got an oil change, came home, and I was like, hmm, that smells funny. I drove, I don't know if it's only locals listening, but from Stewart to Jupiter. So, like 30 minutes, right? maybe a little less, 20, 20, 30 minutes. And uh, I opened the hood and just oil everywhere. They didn't put the cap back on.
0: No. So
1: you never know what's happening, right? Yeah. (laughs) That could happen in your books too, right? Like, you know, someone gets their hands on your credit card and you're not watching your account. How would you know if you're not looking? Yeah. So bookkeeping is super critical. And the other thing is to not rush into an S-corp election, S-corp is an election that can save you a lot on taxes, but also costs a little bit more money to maintain and bookkeeping is even more critical for an S-corp. So making sure that you consult with an accountant before becoming one and making sure you understand the implications and the costs that come with it. Uh, The two main things are that you're going to have to pay yourself via payroll, which means paying payroll taxes and things like that, and usually outsourcing payroll Um, and then the other thing is doing an S corp tax return separately. That's actually due on March 15th. So it's due earlier and it costs you extra money. It can save you thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars in taxes. But if you're a smaller business, that's only netting like 10 K a year, you might not need that election yet. The cost might outweigh the benefits. So making sure you're ready to make that election when you do is my, it's the biggest thing I mistake I see. Um, yeah. And how do people come to that? So, I was looking. There's
0: 1099 sole proprietorship, S corp. Like when people are start doing their bookkeeping mm-hmm. or they're just opening their books, that's when you decide to. So,
1: my recommendation, like the life cycle of a business, life length of a business, right? If we called it a cycle. It would be like if you were to exit the business from the beginning when you have your business idea. Open it. Start with an LLC. An LLC is the simplest business structure. If you're not even sure if it's gonna be a long business, you can even just open a separate personal bank account. But whatever you do, separate your business expenses immediately. If you were just to create a separate bank account under your personal name, that's when you would be a sole proprietorship. You're doing business as yourself. If you open an LLC through the state, you can either do that yourself online or hire an accountant to do it. You are creating a separate legal entity. And that legally separates you from the business and that limited liability corporation in that LLC will need to open its own business bank account and that'll live there. And that's a really good like starting place when you're starting your business because you don't have the increased filing fees. It's nothing too complicated for taxes. You don't have to pay yourself via payroll. You can just transfer money from your business account to a personal account in large lump sums so you know it's an owner's draw. Really Really simple from that perspective. And then once you usually hit about the 50,000 net profit line, is when an S Corp election might make sense. And what an S Corp election is, is an election on top of your LLC. So it's kind of adjusting what the LLC is treated as to an S Corp. And at that point, it needs its own separate tax return. You're now a shareholder of the company. The bookkeeping is done a little bit different. Um, and you'll need to put yourself on payroll and usually by that point you'll even have a team so payroll will start to really make sense at this point. So it's about being at the right step for your business um, from the beginning. The only time an S-corp would ever really make sense is if for some reason you know you're going to make that much net income like if you're leaving and exist, like but an LLC is the lowest risk to begin with. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, you
0: explain things so well. Oh, thank you. (laughs) I'm like looking, I'm like, I don't know the difference, but I know who will.
1: (laughs) I got you. It's my my favorite question to answer because it's really confusing. And it does save you money on taxes as an S-corp if you're making a lot of money. If you're newer in business, it could be costing you more money to be an S-corp. So you just want to make sure it's done at the right time, which is where it becomes really important to have a trusted advisor relationship. With an accountant or having a a couple other small business owners that you feel you can look up to. That's another really important reason for community and small business names. I'm really an advocate for intergenerational learning too. So I want ideally like women from 20 to 90. Like I want everyone, like I want you guys to all learn because the 90 year old can learn from the 20 year old about technology and the 90 year old can learn about resilience and business and branding and standing out and learning. Um, there's, always a, there's always something you can gain. So having people to lean on and trusted advisors in your life, especially as a business owner, because as a business owner, right, you're very valuable. Mm-hmm. You're very valuable. You have a valuable asset or a valuable skill. There is a risk of you being taken advantage of or people, you know, taking money from you. So you really need to have I highly recommend having those barriers in place to protect yourself as a business owner, whether that's community or advisor relationships, or even like you said, you were on Instagram. That's that's how we connected, right? Just going on Instagram and learning and seeing, do I, are these experts I can trust and learn from Mm -hmm. and just starting there, no matter where you're at in your business, there is a place you can start today to do something about the health of your business. So it can last a long time, because if you don't do this today, guess who's going to do it in a year? You, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's still you, future you. And except it's going to be like way worse. There's there's this story, the um, tuna fish under the bed. If you were to have a tuna fish sandwich and you ate it now, it would be good, right? Mm-hmm. But if you put it under the bed... And you come back and look at it in, like, a year, it's going to smell way worse than it did now, where it's just, like, just kind of bad. Yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of what accounting can be like, is either a delicious sandwich or a rotten sandwich <laughs> that you got to, like, bring back to life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like that analogy. I never thought about that before. <laughs> like it still has to be dealt with eventually. So, but the sooner you deal with it and um and manage it and learn how to make it part of your life and your business that you can work with, the, the easier it is. Like, I don't know, some people don't love brushing their teeth in the morning, but they still do it every day because you want to have nice breath, right? <laughs> There's just things we have to do to maintain ourselves and our businesses and with small businesses, it it wasn't it wasn't until recently that anyone could own a small business, right? It used to only be to certain people, but the internet has just opened up the floodgates, right? Like huge, massive amounts of small businesses, millions of businesses were made this year. Yeah. Um so there's not so it's it makes sense that business owners don't know what to do, right? Because this is kind of a new thing to these types of business owners. This is a whole different demographic. It's not just the well connected anymore. It's anyone. So don't be hard on yourself if you don't know what you're doing. Just take it day by day. Because no one's an expert the first day. Yeah. And like I said in the beginning, we can all learn from each other. Like, whatever – when what I'm an expert in is not what my clients are experts in ever. Like, they're just – there's so much more talent than me at what they're really, really good at. Um, and that's where we can all thrive and grow together. And financially, you just help them be their best. Yeah, I'd say that. Yeah. So I really focus on advisory, trusted advisory relationships. So from small business, from really micro businesses like solopreneurs meeting quarterly, that's what I recommend for, for newer businesses to an every month or an every week relationship, depending on the size and scale of the business. But my goal is to advise clients to, in a way that we can work together to create the business and life that they really want. So What does outsourcing look like in your business? What does tax management look like in your business? What does your life look like in your business? What do you really want to be doing? How much do you really want to be paying yourself? Like, do you have kids that you want to be planning for too? So there's so many different factors in your personal and your business life that overlap. And by putting a plan in place and having an advisor to help you along the journey, you don't have to be alone in it. And you can actually be in a car that you can understand the gauges on, right? Like we'll go back to that analogy, right? You can get to the destination you want to get to. And that's what accounting is because if you don't have accounting. You don't know how much money you made in your business last month. You don't know how much you're spending in your business. You don't know where you're spending it. How can you ever get where you want to go? Right. And yeah. I want business owners to be able to get where they want to go. So it it all comes down to advisory. So Included in that, I make sure to take care of your bookkeeping, your payroll, your taxes, either through my own firm or through trusted partners. You will never be without a trusted connection, at least in the finance side. <laughs> <laughs> that's,
0: that's great. So, so for March, mm-hmm. next month,
1: um, the Small Business Babes is going to be at you say tell me again yes the Hilton Palm Beach Airport so I am so excited for that we will be in the ballroom at Hilton Palm Beach Airport our speaker will actually be a member she will be sharing her story her business is called Jeweled Inc she just opened her business last November and she is breaking it by storm um she does permanent jewelry which is a very like hot up-and-coming right trendy thing so like I said earlier about small business babes um I don't want it to be, like, only one per field, right? Like, we – and and that's how we've been from the beginning is we want it to be super inclusive. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, in her field, for example, there's so many people that are, like, opening permanent jewelry businesses right now. You know, it's, it's – I mean, like, I've seen, like, five, right? So, it's, yeah. it's just one of the more popular businesses. Um, so, I've, she's going to talk about standing out in a competitive market from the beginning and how she's been getting business and how she's been growing and sharing that because – It can feel competitive as a business owner. You want everyone to just buy from you, but it's about differentiation and branding and communication and building community and relationships with your clients too. So I'll be interviewing her on stage there for that. Um, And then we'll also be learning how to make mocktails from the mobile mixery. She's going to be teaching us how to make mocktails. And then the guests will have a chance to win a bottle of Atoll Vodka, another local brand who all uh, percentage of their proceeds goes to organizations that support autism which is incredible um they're so they're like such an inspiration like they're a local brand they're so involved with the community and they just do so much good um and they always do it with a smile everyone who works at that company is just so kind and generous um yeah so we'll have that gift bags to take home a balloon art and like a photo op for people Um, it's really easy to access the parking lots right by the there's a the ballroom will be right by like glass doors. So you can just walk right in and that'll be on Sunday, March 12th from two to four at the Hilton. So that is our, one of our first bigger deals. And we're really, really excited to bring in external partners to keep growing the brand and just to, sh- to have them show their support of small businesses means a lot because the gap can feel big sometimes, right? Small yeah. versus big, small versus big, but we're all in this together. We're all just trying to have our peace in the world, right? Like, me by myself I could never be a hilton right <laughs> even if i wanted to like an airbnb owner right yeah. that's not the same as hilton so understanding the differences and being able to support each other is really it's really awesome that's how we can all grow and like lift each other up together that's so exciting Thank you. So
0: um, do people get tickets on, like,
1: Eventbrite? Yeah, so people can get tickets on Eventbrite. They can access those from our website, smallbusinessbabes.org, and they can just click on this link that says Socials, and they'll go right to the Eventbrite page to purchase the tickets. On the website is also a little bit more information about us and how to join our membership. Our membership is only $10 a month and that includes um, a social media shout out so we share you with our community as well as some other perks and discounts discount on a vendor fee we also do a monthly market uh, it's at night it's the fourth Saturday of the month so if you're a member you get a discount on your vendor fee as a vendor that market we only f- that one we do only feature one of each type of business for the market only we ne- we don't do that in the organization in general but just for shopping purposes for people you know, you just make it easy for everyone, for the public too. Um, so that's about 25 women from 5 to 8 on the fourth Saturday of the month at Coastal Karma Brewing down in Lake Park, right off North Lake. And that's where you can come and shop local women. That's something I want to work on more is getting the women more connected to the public. Mm-hmm. Um, we do have a directory, so getting that into the hands of more people is one of my goals. So if you ever know anyone that's like good at that kind of stuff let me know (laughs) yeah absolutely yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah just because people want to support small business businesses they just don't know where to go so if I can be the resource for people to come to and they say hey I want to support a local like for my party I want to have a balloon arch like there's so many amazing balloon arch girls in our group so being able to go there and seeing what people have to offer before going elsewhere would be really awesome it's my my vision for that part. (laughs) And I'm sure you're going to conquer it because it seems like anything you put your mind to, you just crush it. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I just, I have a lot of love in my heart. That's it. It's just all out of love. Like I just, I love to help business people um, the best that I can and to serve them. And I, I want to make it a worldwide movement. I want to make business babes everywhere, just happy. And I want to make it a fun thing. And want to have retreats and, and all the kinds of things, but. Oh, that, that would be amazing. (laughs) Right? Like a spa weekend with the babes. Like how fun. Yeah. (laughs) So it's, it's really been a special experience to to do all of that. Um, especially like since I mentioned earlier, I was, I was very quiet growing up. So it's really crazy to have it, to have all these like parties and 600 friends. Like (laughs) that's amazing. And it just, it shows how needed it is in the, in the world. And even if I ever get tired from it, like if it's ever seems like a lot of work, like during tax season, it's, there's just a lot going on, 100% always worth it because it's worth serving my, my community and my people because they're, they're changing the world too. Like mm-hmm. we're all doing this together.
0: Yeah. Well, your passion is inspiring. Thank you.
1: <laughs> and now where can people find you? They can find me on Instagram at Accounting by Amanda. And our Small Business Babes Instagram is Small Business Babes. Our market Instagram is <laughs> SBB Market. So Small Business Babes Market. So SBB Market. And that's where you can see all of the vendors that we'll have at our upcoming markets and some photos from past markets. The, the brewery that we have that at, it's, it's woman owned. So it's owned by a couple. And the Business Babe, she came up to us when we first started, like as a Facebook group. And she's like, do you guys want to host a vendor market? And now it's this monthly thing that we do every month. And you can grab a brew, walk around, bring your dog, bring your kids. It's family-friendly, dog-friendly. It's probably 5,000 square feet. Like, it's huge. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's a huge space. Um, so it's a really fun environment, especially at night.
0: <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. I'll have to check it out. Yeah.
1: <laughs> February 25th is the next one, and then March 25th after that.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well, I gotta mark it on my calendar. Yes. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, of course. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you and so insightful and enlightening. And I'm
1: sure you helped a lot of people today. Thank you. Thank you. If anyone ever needs anything, they can always reach out. I'm happy to help. You can always find me at community events locally too. I try to be everywhere. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us at the Brian Marketing Group podcast. I had such a good time talking to Amanda. If you have any questions for Amanda, please. As I'm feeling like this is. Was it? Yeah, you were totally crushing it. Okay. You got it in your head. Thank you. Just- <laughs> okay. You good? Okay. Thank you for joining us at the Brian Marketing Group podcast. I had so much fun talking to Amanda. If you have any more questions, check us out at www.brianmarketinggroup.com. Or check us out on Apple, Spotify, or Instagram. Thank you.